Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Not even hey, just hey. Right, we're doing like yeah, a hey. outro now as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, guys, this is the outro part. I hope you're enjoying it so far. It's been good. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, listeners, to podcast number 32. Uh, it's a Tenacon special for all you Warframe lovers. We are getting down and dirty with some latest news from uh, the Tenacon live event that happened uh, yesterday evening. Um, today is Sunday, the 2nd of August, and we are recording this with all the uh, juicy bits and tidbits from that event um, for your lug holes. So if you like Warframe, or if you know anyone that likes Warframe, tell them about this podcast, because it's all going to be the kind of juicy bits that they want to hear. Um, we've gathered together all of our Warframe brethren from the old gaming community. So my co-host is here, as usual. Um, hat. Hi, Hat. Hello. How you doing, mate? It's not getting rid of me. Always be here. <laughs> um, we've also got uh, Rev and Hello. Dusty J and Bloody. Hello. Yeah, guys. Hello, um, and you, I think you guys watched the stream live. I know some of you did at least. Yeah. I for sure did. Like, yeah. Yes. Here. <laughs> Me, Rev, Jay was here for a bit. I think Bloody was at work. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. Work. Uh, I watched four and a half hours of the five and a half hours. I think I did quite well. Five and a half hours. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got, oh, I'd say at least eight uh, highlights to to bring to you each one broken down with lots of different bits and pieces and if you do want to look at any of the imagery uh, you can find it in our discord is that right i think they're all posted in one of the channels yeah rev posted all of the stuff in the warframe animal channel that we have yeah so if you look on the um down down the list of different rooms we've got in the discord if you find the one for um mmo stuff and warframe all the pictures and things are going to be in there if you wanted to try and find what we're looking at. But uh, let's just get into it because we've got a lot to talk about and I don't want to waste any more time. I'm going to very, very quickly go around the room with what people have been playing. But rather than a, you know, the more elaborated answer, just tell me whatever games it is. <laughs> we'll get on with it. I'll go first. So I've been doing CSGO, I've been doing Hell Let Loose, and I've just started Factorio. So, you know, I don't know what I'm going to get into with that, but it seems like a geek fest. So, yeah. It's a very Next. Good, very good. <laughs> what about you? Uh, surprise, surprise. I've been playing Warframe okay. as well as a little bit of tabletop. Okay, nice. And board games. All right, Bloody, what about you, mate? What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Underrail and a few niche D&D games like uh, Neverwinter Nights back Ooh. in the day. Wow. Uh, Jay, what you... I know I've been playing some CS with you. What else have <laughs> you been playing? The same as I play every time. A bit of Warframe and a bit of CS. It's all that yeah. seems to take my attention nowadays. I've abandoned Destiny and I've gone back to Warframe. Okay, that's okay though. They're the sort true of, man's th choice. They're the same. They're the same but different, aren't they? You know? The same but different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Space Ninja Warriors. Just with uh, ones actually works and the ones broken. So yeah. Like <laughs> Not saying who's who. <laughs> Not saying which is which. I'll let you all pick that one. <laughs> And it's only been a couple of weeks, Rev, but have you been playing anything different or, or uh, since we last not, recorded? Not really. I've just been playing a lot of single-player Divinity. 
and Deep Rock Galactic with some friends and then some Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. And that's about it. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Well, quite a diverse selection of games as well, which is good. Right, so Tenacon happens every year. Yes, it's it all of the information that if you're a Warframe fan, you've been um, maybe hoping for certain things. So in our little group here, the guys that play the game a lot, why don't we just talk about what you were hoping you were going to get? So what were some of your predictions for, uh, for the announcements? And maybe did any of them come true or not? So shall we have a look uh, at that little list? Now, I don't know whose predictions these were. We haven't got names on them, so you'll have to own up if it was yours. But uh, was there a new war announcement? No, that was yeah, a was few not. of us yeah. that were uh, expecting I, I, that. I think it's nearly everyone here was expecting yeah. something about it. <laughs> but there was, yeah. not, there was not the, a new war announcement. The new war is actually the big, big story thing that's coming. That's like you know, probably going to change everything. Yeah. Um, but they've been hinting that it's been building up to, and we're expecting like a little hint at the next thing. But this time we haven't actually got. It. So okay, is because that's at the top of the list. Or is that quite a big one? I think that was just the first yeah. one. We'll, we'll just go on through. Like, oh, okay, they're like not in order of excitement or something. No, it, oh, it, no, was, no, just... it was. I would still probably put the new war announcement yeah. at the top, the, just because yeah. the last two follow-ups to it were absolutely amazing. The, just the cinematic, mm -hmm. the storyline, how it drove, it was just a brilliant, absolute brilliant. It's what got me back completely into the game again, storyline-wise, anyway. Beautiful. Excellent. Okay, so was there new open-world details? Yes, pretty much the whole yeah. the whole uh, show was just, <laughs> here's all this open-world stuff and okay. the new open-world. Okay, that's good. I'd say good. that was a that was a big one for me because I remember when they released the Plains of Eidolon, and that yeah. was like one of the big steps the game mm -hmm. had taken. And I remember everybody was so excited for it. And I think every new open world they've done since then, obviously with um, Ballis, and yeah. now obviously this one coming out, it's it's a big, it's another massive step for Warframe, which is it's nice to see. Okay, that's good. That's good. I know that when we touched on Warframe, perhaps five or six podcasts ago, we just had a bit of a chat about stuff that there was obviously the open world part of it was a was something everyone was quite looking forward to oh yeah um, it, it's just know. really fun to see honestly do it pretty well yeah. yeah 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 were there new warframes and weapons Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel stupid saying that, but yeah, obviously yeah. there were. Yeah. Three new Warframes. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't expect as many usually the kind of go, here's the next two Warframes that'll be coming out, yeah. but instead they went, here's the next three. No, and they're no, all. Yeah, sorry, I'll sorry. let you finish, Rev. No, I was, I was just going to say, like, uh, here's the next three, and they're all coming out this year. Yeah, I was, was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Um, so, yes. So you were hoping for at least just one new frame, and they gave you three. Yeah, I was expecting two because usually they release like they show them off in pairs, but uh, okay. no, they showed off three. And the big thing is, I think all three of them were fan designed. No, only the first. Oh, uh, only the Zaku one. Ah, okay. Excellent. Okay. Uh, Railjack, did it get an update? No, we didn't see anything new for the update for Railjack. Any reason do you think for that? Uh, I, I, in its current state, Real Jack, I don't think wasn't wasn't very well received. Okay. Um, it was very bare bones when it was put it in, yeah. uh, which is why I was hoping for a new one. I'm not sure, like a new update to add some more flesh to it. I'm not sure about anyone else. No, and it does have a like... 
Go on. Uh, go, go ahead, go ahead. It does have like a good... Um, it, it could have a lot of cool stuff that really could change the whole of the Warframe's entry into missions. So you can... Obviously on this, on the Railjet, you leave out and the idea was you may be able to support keep on the team or like say the, the next team on the ground so on the main actual planet so they've got so much stuff that they could bring to it but as as hat said it wasn't well received but that was because there wasn't much really to it there's only a handful of planets that you can go to at the moment along with the quest line not being super long but it does get dragged out for the six hours per piece it takes to integrate into your uh, into the railjack ship itself so other than that i think if they could bring some more planets bring a few more objectives to it and maybe somehow integrate it into maybe the open world or something like that. It could be really, really good. Personally, I do actually quite enjoy the Railjack ships. I think they're awesome. Okay. So continuing with our predictions then. Third Futana Orb Boss. Fortuna. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but are his fangs fully grown? What oh, am I saying? Funny. What words am I using? That's a, bloody, that's a line from uh, the second Fortuna okay. Boss. Um, all right, Rev, do you want to explain like the, the Fortuna Orbs and all that? Uh, so Fortuna Orbs are basically giant, like, they're just round balls with legs. They're like kind of like world bosses, <laughs> in a sense, that you have to... Like, one of them, the Exploiter Orb, is only available during a certain event. And the other one is you can just basically select the quest whenever once you've completed the Fortuna questline. But it's basically, they're just huge, uh, very big bosses that have different phases that you have to Pretty use. Pretty much the biggest Warframe bosses that move in the game, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, and... Yeah, I th yeah, I think the big, uh, at least the profit take is bigger than the Eidolons and planes. I'm sure. Yeah, no. I mean, the so did... load... Sorry, go ahead. Did you get a third one then? We did not. No. Okay. <laughs> Cur currently, there we know where it is because you can see it on the map. It's like submerged in a lake, where you can just see the top of it. Yeah. And it's been like that since Fortuna came out. The other two, like, we've got and move round and you can do the quests to fight them. God, but, God, you know, okay. they're still nout for the the third one. He's still chilling in the lake. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. Um, Leave him alone, he's relaxing. W were there an infested update announced? Yes. Okay. Every, well, everyone kind of knew from... The Heart of Deimos trail, the reveal just before. Okay. That, yes, it was going to be an update for the Infested. I didn't think it was going to be as big or it's going to like get me as ac uh, excited as it has. So I'm you very happy. here first, it. guys. Hat's excited. I think we all. I think we're all <laughs> excited for this update. Um, okay, and finally, our last prediction: uh, new Infested villain. Did we predicted that? Did it happen? No. So right. in the in the heart of Deimos trail, they showed off there was like someone talking, and I assumed that that might be a new villain that would be like the sort of kind of like the hive mind of the infested that would be a villain to us. Turns out it's not, but they have done some interesting changes with the infested that uh, I do like. We were all kind of hoping for that because the infested haven't really been fleshed out in a long while. Yeah, it, I mean it's hard to have a mindless sort of horde of alien things have a villain. Yeah, to be yeah, fair, it was also like, kind of expected since they did a Grenier open world and a Corpus open world, so it was to me kind of like the logical like, conclusion yeah. to mm -hmm. make the infested one next. Okay, so seven predictions. We got three of them. 
you know. But they were more like they were hopes and dreams as much as they were predictions, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. So let's get into it then. So we're gonna break down the announcements like this. We've got new warframes, we're gonna tell you all about those. We tell you about some new skins. Uh we're gonna talk about um the heart of Demos. Yeah, I got it guys, I got it. And then an update to the Helmeth room. Uh and then we're gonna get around to uh other Warframe news maybe later on if the time doesn't run over too long. So let's see what this is all about new warframes revealed ha okay so the first one that they revealed and the only Sarko. one we actually got yeah the only one we got gameplay for was zaku who is coming with the heart of demos update Sean. he's essentially three a warframe that is made up of three other warframes that have been shattered and kind of reformed into this one so you can see oh, the, the audience can't see, but you can see. You can see as a reference, and Dave can see who I didn't get a chance to watch it. Yeah. Sort of his sort of designs, where it's different colors of like different armors from the Warframes, all held together by void tendrils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it all together. From the concept art here, it kind of reminds me of the Eidolons in a sense. Yeah. Sort of like plates of armor that are sort of like bound Stuck together on. by. Yeah. Bits and pieces of like writhing metal and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. So it's got a kind of American flag kind of feel to it, hasn't it? Red, white, and blue. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a red, white, and blue. Um, Okay. What? 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 Why would we want to play as this frame? Any clues? Any Uh, indicators? From the abilities that was the showed off for it, he is the first Warframe that does void damage. It's quite okay. a big thing. Yeah. So there'll be some enemies where you're going to need that, aren't there, yep. basically? Yeah. So the thing that we're leading up to uh, is the new war, as mentioned before. Okay. And it, the new war is against a faction called the Sentients, which are um, like robots made of nanomachines that adapt to damage that came from like a different star system. Because uh, they adapt to damage, so... Warframes weapons all have different uh, element types, so like fire, heat, that's the same thing, I've just named two of them. <laughs> fire, electricity, <laughs> ice, toxic, they combine to a certain ones. Then you got like puncture slash impact. As you do damage with a certain type of damage, they will start to become resistant to it. So if your weapon is all, say, heat and puncture, as you're shooting at it, it'll become resistant and you'll start doing less damage. So you need to switch to something else to start doing damage to them again. Okay. But, the, but they're weak to void damage. And before, the only thing you had was the operators and their arm amps. That was, they were the only things that did void damage. So they didn't have a great choice. Usually it was just default to Mesa, who's the highest damage deal in Warframe in the game. And just try and blast through that damage resistance by just dealing a stupid amount to it. Okay. So with this, being able to infuse your, all your attacks with void damage with his first ability means that we can just negate their whole resistance and make them much, much easier and less of a hassle, which is probably going to be a big thing in the new war, where we'll probably be fighting lots of them instead of just the three or four that we currently do at a time. Which so this... Gone. The, the ones we fought so far are like scouts 
Yeah. 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 They're not even the proper warriors. The the yeah. little scouts. So they have scanners that come in, and then they go away when they spot you, and then the the main scouts come in. So it's like the basic starters. And put it this way, if you're a new level or you don't have some insane DPS weapons, they really are a pain in the ass to kill. Uh, I should know. It takes me it takes me a while to kill one. Until I got my Mesa. As Hat said, Mesa just guns them down. And that's the only reason why I use her now. She kills everything. Uh, so, radial self-destruct. Is that something we've seen before? One of the features uh, of the frame. Point number four. Well, kind of with Rhino. Has, yeah. a, has a similar yeah, sort of similar. thing. Where he I can sort of, as a Rhino player myself... Um, I'm not sure if any of you knew that. But, yes. um, <laughs> uh, I can create, basically create a shield by um, ch charging through enemies to power up a buff that allows me to then create a shield and it absorbs damage I take. And then the amount of shield I get explodes outwards as a damage. So the more damage I take, the more explosive power the shield has. Whereas th this one seems to be just like... Um, a straight destruction of whatever your armor is, so it, it might yeah. have a similar system. So, I, I think uh. it's a mix of Rhino's armor explosion and Chroma's ultimate of just leaving the armor off and running faster in that sense, because they showed it and it seems really yeah. similar, because you just lose your armor and you walk faster and how hard you hit. Yeah. No. You look like a little ali skinny alien thing once all the like fragments of the sh broken warframes are off you. Like okay. Rev said, you get a damage reduction because you're harder to hit. And I think it was everything that gets hit by your shrapnel, is it that gets damaged by void damage? Or is it gives it a stat the void damage status effect, was it? I believe so, yeah. Yes. So Cool. Okay. Yeah. So uh, quite a good good little frame then. Anything yeah, anything in, we've missed from that? Uh his second ability, which was I think it got a big uh that's so cool out of all of us watching. Oh, yeah. Was his second where you can pull the enemy's weapons off them. Like very like Darth Vader style, just like grab force pull all the weapons out of enemies' hands and then turn them round and have them auto fire <laughs> that sounds excellent. while you're doing other stuff. That's that is cool. uh that's gonna be quite fun. Just if you get a lot of them, you're just going to be a mobile turret, just guns floating around yeah. you, shooting everyone. <laughs> okay. And it's, so an, another it's new frame, unless we finish yeah. with that one. Uh, 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 one last point. Uh, it's it's his main thing that everybody's very excited for is he can essentially take abilities from other frames. No, that's the uh, that, yeah, that's everyone can. Oh, okay. That, that's the, yeah. okay. I, I've yeah. jumped ahead here. Guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. So, the other frame that they announced was the Alchemist Warframe, which, looking at the imagery for this one, is a bit chunkier looking. I quite like the, you know, the bit more bit more heft to him. With his big arm pieces. Me, yeah, it reminds me very much of a Grenier, which, yeah. you know, if you play Warframe, you'll know that's one of the big enemy types. It looks sort of very much that their style. Yeah. Looks nice and strong. Mm -hmm. um, anything about him that we want to know? I mean, there's not a lot of information yet. Yeah, no. Haven't shown much. The only thing you think they mention is that uh, in his final artwork, you can take a snake dangling off his left arm, and that, yep. that snake will play into account for at least one of his abilities. Okay. So it might um, be like a poison effect or some sort of 
direct Probably. HP effect, just like a snake would do in real life. If it bit you, it, well, in theory, it changed your HP to you die. <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> don't worry, I don't go around live saying, oh, my HP's fine, don't worry. I'll eat food. Yeah. Say, <laughs> so he, well, he's an alchemist Warframe, so... I can imagine kind of, he's probably can, sort of like mixes status effects or something like that. Yeah, probably very status effects. Probably like throws some... One of his abilities would probably be something like throwing a potion or some sort of vial that has a little AoE damage. So we've got some concept art here for a Wraith Warframe, um, if I'm saying that correct. Yeah, I think it's so, supposed to be Wraith. Yeah, it looks kind of very ethereal and sort of religious almost. I'm, I'm a big fan of the design personally. Mm -hmm. um, the, I'm not the sure old... that, that those high heels will be kept in. These way. Oh, <laughs> it's fabulous, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's quite unusual, isn't it? That, that that sort of style. I mean, it feels different yeah. to what else they've produced. Yeah. Rev, no, I missed like part of this, I had to go away for a second turns out I missed them revealing this stuff. <laughs> but Re thankfully Rev, was, Rev and Jay were here to watch it. Did they mention anything about his abilities or anything like that? No, no we no saw mention. the concept art and what it was going to look like and who developed it and yeah. uh, I can't remember the artist's name right now but it was one of the community fans. Um, I think majority of these had Liga Inunzgurk that, there you go. That's yeah, exactly what I would, that's how I would it, it, it was someone that was hired by DE. Then they asked if they can take a hand at making a Warframe. Warframe. They said sure, and they designed Wraith. And they were like, "Well, just make that. That looks good." Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, uh, they haven't how... announced anything to do yeah. with his abilities or anything in that, which is yeah. great because it gives them people <laughs> lots of time, just like ourselves, to speculate what it could be. Exactly, because then you get all these people who make all these ideas up, and I guarantee at some point when they've announced a character that they haven't finished, people have then said it could be cool if it does this, and they're like, "Do you know what? That is pretty cool. Let's take that." I guarantee it. So I like the fact that they haven't announced it yet, because then we can hopefully have some input of what it can and cannot do. So looking at the concept art, it looks like—is it the things on his arm? It looks like wires come out in the bottom right. Uh, it seems like there's yeah, something with wires coming out. It looks yeah, like wow. all of his fingers could have wires coming out of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, if you look at like the first concept art, like uh, maybe like the kind of scarf they have are kind of like more like tendrils that are gonna be able to like fly around type of deal. Yeah. It might be an exalted weapon, some yeah, sort of whip style thing, which would be nice. We don't have a whip exalted weapon. Exalted weapons, Dave, uh, and anyone who doesn't know, are. Uh, abilities that Warframes have, so Excalibur has an exalted sword, so he presses four and he summons a, a sword. Wukong Tom's summons a staff. His, uh, pole arm. Yeah. Uh, Val Valkyrie summons claws he's got, so it's just like a weapon integrated into the Warframe that is an ability, and you can mod yeah, like a normal one. Yeah. So a whip-like weapon could be interesting, especially because they've got the longest range, if I'm correct. Okay. So our final Warframe reveal... Is the hydroid <laughs> now? Well, I was just saying we already have this. It was more the fact that people were upset that it never got a trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hydroid okay. has been so hydroid... after three years, guys. I'm happy to announce to you we now have a hydroid prime trailer. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, it is brilliant. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Hydroid Prime came out three years ago. He's been in the game so long. He's been put. 
taken out of the drop pool for the prime parts, put into the, <laughs> put into the vault, and people are still going, but where is the Hydroid Primer trailer? Because we haven't got one. <laughs> then they went, well, here you go. I think, the, if I remember right, they cut off Rebecca, who's one of the community uh, managers, who does all prime time and like does a lot of the reveal stuff. She was in the middle of talking, and one of the other devs just kind of interrupted her and just went, ah, just play it. And she was like, what? And then just suddenly, there you go, Hydroid Prime reveal. And then they went, yeah, the meme's dead now. You're not allowed. You've got him. You've got to move on to something else. <laughs> Shut up, community. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's fair. Okay, but cool. I'll tell you well, what. I think it's quite cool though because it shows like a lot of people have love for like their Warframes that they like to play. Oh yeah, yeah they would do. You you definitely bond with it, don't you? Yeah. Cough cough, Rhino. <laughs> yeah, your friend's been, been bonding with Rhino for about seven years. <laughs> and I still don't feel like I'm close enough to him. <laughs> okay, so that's it for our uh, Warframe reveals. Do you think there was? Um, any disappointment in the community or from you guys about the frames or lack of frames or, you know, something you were really hoping for no, uh, respect? Zaku looks like... I mean, I think I was impressed with Monster's kit. Is three. I need to see how it does a bit more with all this, the three different abilities it has mm. and the CC, how good that actually is. But just the void damage and the pulling enemies' weapons alone, I'd be happy with those. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get a chance to watch it and their, their, their Tenocon, like... Um releases always really good um and with the amount that they've shown us here i couldn't imagine that anybody would be upset maybe if yeah. they're missing something that they wanted they particularly wanted but at this point it seems like they've revealed a lot of stuff that we yeah yeah kind of so, forward to. alchemist looks cool and the idea of having an alchemist warframe means they can be quite creative it's something with us see i can't think of anything similar to an alchemist of the ideas we've got yeah. and wraith looks cool in the end, it's fashion frame. You want your warframe to look cool. Well, of course you do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well that's great. That's just all positive then. No, no, I'm, I was pleasantly surprised by all of them. So talking about fashion souls, and um, what's the uh, new skins that have been revealed? We've got a whole bunch here. Yes, uh, Rev, do you want to go run through the skins? So the first big one that they showcased is the Hydroid Deluxe skin, which Makes him look... I don't even know how you'd describe it. Like, uh, I would say he looks like he's part of the Coral Reef. Or like yeah. it's, it's got an oriental feel as well. Yeah, it, it has like an oriental feel. And he has a you know, like one of those pack. dragons you get for yeah. like yeah. Chinese New yeah. Year? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, he has like a detachable coat that like hangs off his shoulders and everything. And... I've got a detachable coat. I've got several actually. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that design is like, Such top tier for me. Yeah. <laughs> the coat reminds us very much of like sort of Western style colonization era captains. Yeah. Like reminds... that sort of in, that sort of imperial style. Looking at like coat. the colour scheme, it reminds me in a sense of like um I don't know, like a, a sort of like um, island theme. It's got a sort of like sea island theme to it. Yeah, yeah, like coral the, the, colors. Yeah, I mean, the cape uh, has like water. flowing water going out of it. Mm -hmm. and, and I guess the top's meant to be some sort of like magma flow or something like that. It's very like exotic island feel. Yeah. Well, I know I'll be turning this into the guy from Carrot of the Caribbean. Yeah, the potential dude. What's his name? Yeah. David Jones. David Jones. I'll be turning mine into David Jones properly yeah. now. Since I've got the head already looks like it. All I'm going to do is get the body. And I'm sorted. 
Yeah, I, also, just, I honestly wish to be able to put that code on every other Warframe. Oh, yeah. I can say, really just good. from that skin, I'm probably going to be maining Hydroid for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody, you're Rhino. Um, Rhino's old news, man. Come on, you got to move on. Now, looking at him, <laughs> what about me? <laughs> yeah, um, you can wear a Sedana over, like, the coat as well. So All it's right. like an extra attachment slot that you have when you have um, the skin on. <laughs> So you can have the coat on, and then you can put a sedana, which is like a cape or a scarf sort of thing, on top of that. So not you can have yourself some wings or something as well? Yeah. I'm not sure how well a lot of them will look with that, because the coat's very cape-like already. But okay. Say, someone will probably get it to look nice. Yeah. And play around. There'll be something that goes well. Uh, What's the next skin we've got here? Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm taking over. <laughs> Yeah, no, you, you can if you want to, but yeah, I was going to say the... the kind of want someone to design a pirate flag as a Tenogen item. <laughs> the Duriga is normally just like a sniper sentinel. He's just kind of like a ball that floats next to you, but uh, the deluxe concept makes him look like a squid, which is really cute. Dead squid. Yeah, it's a dead squid. They, they, they specified dead squid. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely a hydroid sort of thing going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, he definitely meant His own fit. little pet. Yeah, it's meant to fit with the Hydro Deluxe skin, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Not much else to it. I, I will mention with the Hydro Deluxe skin, it does change the look of his fall. So when he's yes. his fall is he summons a Kraken with a bunch of tentacles that come out and attack enemies. And the skin wearing that also changes how the, that Kraken looks. Cool. Jones, if you've ever had a fantasy about being Davy Jones, you've got it right in one <laughs> Or if you're really like Hentai. It's all here. <laughs> fantasy, futuristic, spaceship, pirate. Yeah. Uh, what's this then? Spear gun. Is it a skin for a weapon? Yes. yes. Yeah. It's actually, funnily enough, hydroid weapon. <laughs> as you would have thought. So a lot yeah. of the skins they brought were mainly based on him, but there's a few other skins. Uh, but the hydroid one has his own special weapon, as you want to call it. Um which was a spear gun, and they've given it some cool little uh, skin now that keeps in the whole theme of what we've got with the rest of the skins. Yeah. Keeps the same colour combo skin, which looks nice. We do have a couple spear guns. It's, there's not many of them, but this skin Big will apply to is, any of them. Though, can, can you fish with it? <laughs> I do not no, believe Probably so. not. Uh, you can but fish it... with it, but the fish ain't going to be alive once you hit it. It's going to have a big hole through it. That's upsetting. <laughs> it's a holy fish, I guess. It would be nice to, you know, skin the tridents, get something for that that we use to fish, which I imagine also put a hole in the fish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it, the spear gun, it does look nice. I don't know how many people use it because you rarely see people with spear guns. Yeah. But, you know, you might get people to dust off their old weapons. Yeah. Just show it off. Just happy for new skins. So this next one, it's a different frame. It's for Gara Deluxe. Yes. This looks cool. Oh, yes. Gara Deluxe. It's it's a very pretty one. Yeah. I I will be getting this. They look like insect wings, almost. Yeah. They're made out yeah. of glass or something. Yep. So the Gara frame is just the glass frame. And it represent, it, it's very visible in the Deluxe skin, for <laughs> yes. sure. It, it's very really nice. It's it's really it does. They did mention that the deluxe, this deluxe skin will be making use of the new glass effects that they've got. So 
you know, the old, like, Gara is using the old ones, if I remember right. If, unless it said they've updated here as well. But all the new ones brought in by the glass uh, makers, sort of, uh, Nightwave. No, I think it's just an update to the engine that, okay. that allows them, because they're making new stuff, means that the glass on this deluxe skin will look better than on the normal skin. Not saying Gar is a bad looking frame, it is a very nice looking frame. Shading one. on the concept art looks very nice. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to get a deluxe skin, what do I have to do? Uh, you buy it with plat. Yes. Okay, so real Which money? The, uh, yeah, that's the. There's not, not several ways. Not, you yeah. can earn it in game. Yeah, so all trading in Warframe is done through Plat. So if you just go and farm primes, you can then just sell them to other players and make Plat that way. It's very easy to make Plat through the trading system. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if, if I have a mod that you want, then you can give me a, a small amount of Plat for said mod, and then yeah. there you go. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's quite a bit of stuff that you can sell in, in Warframe to other players. For their platter. And all, all deluxe skins the same price? And uh, no, some of them are a bit more, some are a bit less. Some mm-hmm. give you more than just what, just for argument's sake, say the Gara Deluxe only came with what you see now on the screen. Uh, the viewers won't see it, but if they join the Discord, they will. Uh, that's all you got. That could be, say, 200 plat, but then the Hydroid uh, one that came out has several different things. It's got a new spear skin, etc. Each yeah. one can be up to a different price. I think the highest I've seen is 500 plat. But then, like, like we've just explained, then if you really want plat, you can either pay for it, or you can easily enough just go up and make plat by doing prime parts, basically playing the game and selling stuff that people demand. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got a, another a very, deluxe skin here sorry. for a Zephyr. A very quick, Zephyr. Yes. a very quick look on the Warframe wiki. It does seem that the um, rough price for just the skin tends to be about one hundred and fifty plat. To Which is very 165, yeah. It's not too expensive at all, that. Same price as a Fortnite skin if you're trying to compare it to actual prices. Oh, that's it's good. Same yeah. price as a Fortnite basic skin. Probably, so probably, it's not out there. Probably even less, you know, if you get a 75% off plot. Yes, you can get... So each time you log into the game, you get rewards because they reward you for playing them because they actually like their fan base. You reward, um, so they give <laughs> you random stuff and sometimes you can get up to 75% off plat so they mm-hmm. have a giant plat bundle which is I think worth 120 quid and you can get it for, God, I'm probably going to say this wrong but about 30, 30 or 40 quid it's probably cheaper than that yeah, probably about 40 quid. Yeah. 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 so you get about 40 quid which is for a thing that costs 125 40 quid is basically the price of a new game yes but it gives you a lot of stuff it does get you a lot of platinum yeah. <laughs> it, it'll last you a long time yes, if you're not buying every single thing you want there, like I do, it'll last you a while. Yeah, might sound like a lot, but if you play the game a lot and you really enjoy it, it doesn't seem like that much at all. Yeah. Cool. So this uh, Zephyr skin looks cool. It's like a Rastafarian meets fighter jet meets esports. It's meets a, it's like a, yeah, it's a, it's a neon genesis mech, and I love it. Yeah. Yes. It's, <laughs> yeah, we're it's, 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 it's very anime, and yeah, I will be it's getting really this. cool. I want yeah. It. Yeah, it's awesome looking. I don't even play Zephyr and I want it. <laughs> <laughs> any of the Zephyr mains that are still out there, they'll be definitely picking this skin up. If there's any left, is it really not? It's not a bad character, it's just there's characters like him that are better, her. which kind of... Yeah. Sorry, hair. My bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone out there, do not have a go. Uh, yeah, so there's, it's just like one of them, you either like it or you don't, but there's a lot of characters and a lot, a lot of frames mm-hmm. sorry, that are better than him, hair. 
it. I don't know what you want to call it. I'm so <laughs> it's so hard to Depends work out the description. The the but yeah, yeah uh, there's so much different characters. It's hard to kind of go to the old ones because he's he was out for a very long time. He's been out since the early days. Yeah, she's been there quite in the game quite a while. The Prime's out for her, but uh, she does have some nice skins. The Grax Tenogen skin is quite nice, which is Tenogen is like fan-made skins that you buy using Steam. Um, cool. But no, this is, this is a look skin. This is probably this is nicer than uh, any of the others. Yeah, it looks and, wicked. Uh, I will be making sure that it sticks to its sort of Eva Unit 2 sort of style. So, what else? We've got some new skin sets. I don't know what they are. Talk us through those. So, there's bundles you can get of skins. So, for example, Jay was talking about how like the Hydroid, the Durigan, and the Spear Gun, they'll all okay. be in a bundle. And sold as one for a bit more price. There is a bundle that's coming out for three new moss, new skins. Uh, one for the Shotgun, a one for a Handgun, and a Sedana. There so was they all also can... a whip that I didn't get a screenshot off. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, there's four of them. And they're all just very similar styles. So you can have like a full setup with the cape as well of all matching weapons. So shotgun skins that will go to on any shotgun. Ha- s- uh, pistol skins, any pistols. S- same with the whip, any whip. And the sedan is just a cape that you can put on any, on any warframe. Okay. So you can really make yourself look a certain way no matter who you play. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is what makes the game. You'll never really see a same looking Warframe. If you go into a thousand games, you will not see a Warframe that looks identical to yours. Because yeah. there's so much little things you can change. It's brilliant. There's been times where I've been playing before and I couldn't tell which frames I was actually playing with by looking <laughs> yeah. at them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, Your own one. I don't know what he is, but he looks cool. The only time you t- I tend to see Warframes that look the same is when you see a group of... Uh, Pink rhinos with butterfly wings enter the enter the relays. Yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> that, that's a popular style. That's a trademark style. Yes. <laughs> okay, is that it for the new skin reveals? Uh, for skins, yes, they did mention that they're adding new. Um, gen. Yeah, not it wasn't Tenogen skins that adding. It's more that adding new weapons and items to Tenogen. So. It means that people can actually make skins yeah. for. I think it was the fist weapons, the new. Ooh, I think it was the new land and craft. And was there anything else, Brev, that was coming I, in the Tenogen? I do not believe so. For anybody who's unfamiliar, Tenogen is basically player-made skins that put into the game, which people can buy and then support their artists yeah. that they like. Look at the skins. And you buy them all th- using the Steam wallet. So it's. And I gotta say, recently some of them have been some very, very interesting looking skins. Oh yeah, Town Gen yeah. skins tend to be nicer than a, a lot of the ones the DE put out. There's some yeah. very impressive, very detailed skins. Yeah, like jetpacks and wings and like like sword holsters and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to make something specialised, that is that is your thing. Cool. All right then. So moving on. Uh, getting into the, the heart of the announcement here. Oh, <laughs> nice little turn. <laughs> uh, it's the heart, heart of uh, Demios update. Um, I have no clue. Do you want to take the lead here? <laughs> <laughs> so, currently in Warframe, there is an old system, and it is a very old system. It is the Derelicts. Which is an area that uses keys still. 
So you craft a derelict key, and then you go to the derelict node, which is like a planet, and you set yourself away. But it's currently very hard to find matchmaking in those with the old key systems. It was the same problem with when they had the void being that, is how you got all your primes. Was you'd, be, you'd get a key for a tower, and you'd go in that way. They then changed that to relics, and it sorted out matchmaking completely. They're finally getting rid of derelicts, and they're combining them with this new open world area on Deimos, which is one of Mars's moons, which is uh, uh, being completely overrun with the infested. So this update, the Heart of Deimos, that's coming on the 25th of this month, mark your calendars, <laughs> that it's bringing the new derelict, not derelicts, it's bringing the new planet with the new open world, um, new enemies for the uh, infested, some new weapons, new infested themed cosmetics, and some new companions. So I guess we'll... Okay. Yep, that's a very quick rundown of... Yeah, that's cool. So generally, it's just a big revamp. Yes. A brand new planet, because Warframe doesn't take out planets, they just add them. Stick it on the ball. Dig and Destiny Two, there. Come on, Hal. There was no need for that. We had a justified reason for taking stuff out. I'm quite I know. <laughs> I just you don't even play the game anymore. You said that at the beginning. <laughs> I still I just want to make an announcement right? now to yeah. Bungie that the views of some of our podcasters do not reflect the whole of Outland. <laughs> Yeah, we also don't promise that like, one in a thousand won't be the same outfit. Yeah, that's only yeah. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Destiny! It's like everyone wears the same thing because there's only yeah. like one nice skin. No offense. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Everyone does look the same. <laughs> okay, so I mean, this this whole kind of update then this is it's all good. Everything you like, what you saw, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're excited for it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the infested have been kind of left by the wayside when it comes to the different factions. You know, the Corpus and the Grenea, the two of the big factions, they've had a lot of love, a lot of updates. Um, I believe we talked about the Kuva Liches uh, a couple of podcasts ago, which was a big yeah, thing we did, added yeah. for the Grenea. Uh, the Corpus just got a big update of that, a new character in, um, and a new bit chunk of lore, as well as a whole rework for their tiles, uh, the tile system that the missions are made up of. But I don't think that the that the infested have really had anything, minus a small uh, like night wave season that we had. They've been a they've, few they've got years. things in drips and drabs. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's always been yeah. like little weapons, little skins, mm-hmm. things like that. There's nothing major been put towards them, which I think's pretty cool because now we get like a massive update oh, yes. that's gonna change them so, in a complete way. Yeah. We're getting three new enemies. Which look quite nice. We've got a new, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a spiky ball sack on legs. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I think you just did describe it. That's, yeah, about, yeah, that's literally the best you can go. It's a spiky ball sack with legs that you have to shoot, you should do shoulders of. Yes. Uh, and it, it'll charge at you, it'll swing its ball sack around, and it'll, like, leave effects on the ground. <laughs> so. <laughs> I gotta say, I really like the artwork for this one. It's very, yes. yeah, it's very, yeah, it, it looks nice. It's 
sort of it's got these shoulder pads that open up and you've got a, they're the weak points you shoot you blow them off when you blow them off like both them off it'll seem to charge you just before it dies uh, there's a big giant worm which if you look at the second screenshot Dave you can see that it is yeah. very big that is a player character to the right of it it's probably what about four maybe five times I'd say five yeah. yeah five times it's, probably. it's like the leviathan's little brother yeah like but also quite a big brother at the same time <laughs> yeah so these come out of the earth like the like they've got little holes they'll come out they'll shoot discs at you they'll bite you if you get too close they seem fairly tanky compared to the other infested i am looking forward to fighting them Likewise. and getting shocked at by them when i'm not paying attention one of them just bursts <laughs> out of the ground next to us I feel like that's going to be the entire new area. It's going to be me freaking out when something sneaks up on me. What the hell is this thing? Why won't it die? It's like when a jelly, like a fish touches your feet when you're swimming. Oh, God. Yeah, no one likes that. <laughs> no one likes that. <laughs> so, the last one is, and it's called the Infested say, Ashen. This one looks like my favorite This one. is my yes, favorite. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very nice. It is cool. It's, it's like some, <clears throat> something it's straight out of StarCraft. Yeah. It's a Zerg StarCraft centipede uh, hybrid yeah. Resident Evil. There's like lots of different things yeah. you can point into. Yeah. This is absolutely amazing it, yeah. looking. Reminds me of the Tyranids. So, yeah, it yeah. does now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a lot of the infested tend to be that sort of Tyranid style swarm attack and new enemies to them, you know. We shall call it the Gene Stealer. No copyright intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the enemies look nice. The, the fit the theme. Yeah, yeah. Currently, it's nice to have like more enemies to fight. Oh, and yeah. So what's what's that? Okay. It's and the, the last addition to Infested Ashen is that it's nice to see an infested unit that isn't just like an existing unit deformed type of deal. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. It, it's just an actual like indigenous species thing. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's the same with all three of them, really. They're all kind of new monsters yeah. that mm -hmm. are sort of like devolved, sort of like sentient creatures yeah. in the universe. Yeah, the vast majority currently of sentient, not sentient, I'm mixing up factions here, infested enemies are sort of mutilated, twisted grenade on like all fours that have been like, taken yeah. over by the virus, corpus that have like swollen up slightly and run at you and explode. There's not many sort of unique ones apart from the ancients. So that, I really was beginning them. to think for a while that the infested didn't have the capability to make their own sort of units. Mm. I was thinking well, maybe this, they just sort of like so were parasites. Well, uh, sort of it is like you do, in the law, people do get infected with the infestation, and that's why when you open some uh, prison cells on rescue missions, you do find infested in there. As if like yeah. a grenero or corpus has caught the infestation and they've thrown him in there to see if he actually turns, and that's why he's got the COVID. Put him in the cell. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, there is two new weapons that they showed off. Some claws, which you know, look, they're supposed like to move and kind of being, yeah. <laughs> be uh, like living creature claw yeah. things that attach to your hands. And apparently, they can extend like twice the size. Showing the picture. Yeah, the art. I mean, they're already quite long. Yeah. By default, so. We'll, cut we'll, be, nails, mate. <laughs> we'll be nice to see what sort of range we get. We can get on those. And probably this next one's beastie, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it is. Uh, they've been adding arm cannons in. We don't have many right now, but this is a new one, which is a giant cannon that takes up, as the name implies, your whole arm. 
And it's like yeah, so you big... sort of put your arm into the butthole of this giant squid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. and then grab onto its stomach. And it's <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really <laughs> hope that that is just a giant, like corrosive or toxin ball that it shoots out. Yeah. I imagine it'll be something like that. Although, yeah. is it? Is it got a couple of? Is it one like? Well, I was gonna say a barrel. Yeah, like it could, it could I'm be trying to figure out whether it's like a free, free sort of link Gatling gun or like, yeah. I was thinking maybe an, an infested minigun, just like needles. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. Maybe it then three tips uh, of like the little uh, green tips yeah. you can see in the picture. Maybe they yeah. connect together. It is like we said a plasma ball that it gets shot. Yeah. Could be yeah, like an old fire up. Yeah. See, when I see this, I was thinking they're the ones that are imparting something to the projectile passing through them. Mm. Yeah. So oh, yeah. the projectile comes out of the mouth bit in the middle, and then they get touched by those yeah. glowy bits, and it energizes it. Oh yeah, it could put some stasis mods onto it. That's a yeah, mini that's... gun that fires a plasma grenade would be pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, we've already got the Corinth, which is a, gr- a shotgun that fires. That can also fire an airburst grenade. Yeah. So, so if you wanted this arm cannon, what would you do? Does did they let onto that, or you don't know yet? It's oh, no. pro. It's probably going to come with the. Uh open world area so it'll be something yeah. that you'll probably like farm in there yeah, it'll like yeah blueprint will either the blueprint will either be if you buy it in the market and then you have to farm the stuff in the planes or it's something that you the blueprint drops from something in the heart of demos area and then you build it with materials that you find there okay so, but, what are these new concepts that they've shown then? What's that uh, all about? What's it a concept? F- oh, sorry, cosmetics. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. It's okay. Uh, so, <laughs> right now we have a new Sandana, which I said is like a cape, but this is a variation with the backpack. So, it's like a big infested oh, thing that attaches to your back and it lets out spores and smoke and it pulses. So, it sort of looks like the Saturn 6 backpack got sort of like infested. Yeah, it does. It, it's it'll suit infested frames like Nidus, or if you know you've kind of catered your warframe out to look like it's half infested, it'll go very well if you're going for that sort of theme, because you can like skin your warframes up to look like the different factions. There's grenade skins, people have made corpus skins, and this goes on to help sort of people that want infested style skins. Yeah. yeah. And a fun little thing that is a, a fan favourite in the community. I want this on my shit. <laughs> yes. The, the domestic drone, which which is a Roomba. That's all it is. Yeah. They show, when they did the, the Corpus rework for Jupiter, they showed off these little drones that would just drive around on the Jupiter tile map, cleaning in. You could destroy them or you could sit on them and they would just like slowly take you along like a Roomba. And... People wanted one so much in our own little ships that they released them. And then there was a variation of it that Barrow, who was the Void Trader that comes and you can trade your prime parts into him for special rewards. Uh, he released his own variant and now we've got this other one, which is the in- an infested domestic drone, which looks like a little beetle crab thing that just scuttles around your ship and leaves a little spore <laughs> like effect behind it. So it's kind of like... Some- some Roombas like to clean up. This one leaves it behind. <laughs> yeah. <'cause they're> broke. <laughs> it's like the anti-domestic one. Okay, cool. So, companions then? So, infested style companions, but... Oh, God, this cool, bro. Oh, yes. These are amazing. So currently, companions that you can get in, in Warframe, you've got Sentinels, not to be confused with Sentience, 
are little like robots that'll float around, give you support, they'll shoot at enemies, and they'll buff you. You've got moles, which are ro- little ro- uh, robot companions, probably the size of a dog, roughly, that like run around, similar sort of thing, sentinels, but sentinels. But you know, you can revive them, they're much more tanky. Then you have the pets, which are kubros, which are dogs, and kavats, which are cats. This new patch is bringing out an infested variation of both of them. Which is either we're going to take some poor Kruber and throw them into a pit of infestation. Delicious. <laughs> yes. You reckon maybe you stick him in the, 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 the funny room on your ship? It could be. For like a week and then you come back and he just looks like that. Like, uh, already... I feel weird. Yeah, you can Yo, all... buddy, how you feeling? He's just like... <laughs> you already can make an infested companion, which is the infested charger, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Helm charger. That's the one. Where if you get, you can randomly get like a boil on your Warframe's neck and you go into the hemless room and that's, you can remove it. Or if you've got a Kubro egg, you can like pop the zit into the egg, which will cause it to <laughs> grow, there, grow into an infested dog. So now we've got a second one. which looks... Especially for anyone listening while having dinner. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm talking about like the size of a grapefruit-sized boil on your neck. Just give it a good squeeze and pop it all in. Do it. Don't say that. All the pus juices. Yeah. And just brushing over the fact that dogs come from eggs in Warframe. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, that just makes sense. Totally normal. The cat in this imagery that we've got a, a little concept picture of it looks like a wolf it does it looks like a wolf it is the coolest thing it's what my i actually really want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah i will be getting one of these little note to know about this dog if anyone has ever watched resident evil or played the games the dogs on that with the mouse oh, dislocate into four chunks and open up it's the same for oh. these cats they do the exact same no thing. yes way. they did yes. say that the, awesome. the, the top of the head does split open so like it's got like a three-pronged mouth oh yeah. i can't wait to have an alien for my dog yeah that, your cat Cats, it's, it's the cavat. It's the it looks like a dog, mate. It, it yeah. I'm only <laughs> buying the skin because it changes my cavat into a wolf. Which is like, odd because the, the Kubro... Don't mess with my dream, alright? The infested Kubro skin looks a lot like a sphinx, which is like a very cat-like thing. Yeah. Anyway, so they've got the, the dogs it's looking weird. like a cat and the cat looking like a dog. <laughs> Maybe it was people complaining <laughs> that they wanted their cat to look like a dog and their dog to look like a cat. Maybe yeah. because the cavats do just kind of blow the Kubros out the water when they come to how useful they are. Yeah. The, the Kubros are very much like early game yeah, I find they're I find they're a bit more tanky than the cats in some mm. ways and they have a bit more attack power but the cats have a lot more abilities that like help you as a character yes especially the Samit Kavach which you know it can just give you double crits for like two minutes which double is drops. yeah double drops double crit it can give you a rare resource and I can't remember what the fourth thing it can do but uh, uh, yeah <laughs> it's it's a lot. Like they've, they're so useful. The cavats that most people use them. Yeah. So the derelicts are being merged with the new open world. Could you yes. expand on that sentence? Like I said before, uh, that because it's an old system, the derelicts. Yep. With the keys, they're just completely getting rid of the, the derelict node. And now all the things you could do in the derelicts is going to be on Deimos, along with the whole new open world. And probably no matchmaking issues. Yeah, there won't be a- yeah. shouldn't be any problems, because, you know, you don't have to build keys to get into it. Yeah. 
I'd like to think that it's a big open world and in different areas there's like dungeons that you have to go into for these quests. That well, cool. that goes on to our second part, right? <laughs> that the bounties, which is probably the weakest part of any of the open worlds, the bounties yeah. tend to drag a bit yes. after a while. Looking at what they showed off, it seems less of having you've got to go defend this thing for a minute. Now you've got to go to like the other side of the area and escort a little drone, and you've got to do about five of those things to get a mission done. And it just it takes ages. It's not that fun. Instead, it seems that you're opening up these tunnels that are closed off by the infestation, and instead of an objective, so like I said, capturing something, defending something, it's as you open one of these doors, as you go down a tunnel and get further into it. That's complete in each of the sections. So it's I think Paul and Mush, who's heard a bit about it, said it was like Delve, which I assume is something in Path of Exile and Diablo. If any of you... I've played Delve in Path of Exile, it's fun. And yeah, it is just basically randomly generated, continuous dungeon, in a sense. So So it's basically a random... They give you like a handful of like different backgrounds to look at, more or less. Though I would imagine this one probably be the same, but if it's in Diablo's form, it's like several different type of background scenes you can get. A few okay. different wade lands on the ground, but enemies that come will always be different, so you're never going to get the same amount of enemies that come. It could be more, it could be less. It could be just okay. big boys, it could be just be small boys. It really doesn't yeah. make a difference. So either it's going to be, you go in, you go through it, the tunnel system, it's infested, uh, and there's a lot of spores in the air, so they said your warframe will take damage, and you've got to find places to kind of heal yourself and clean all the infestations off yourself. And delve further down. Clear levels. We don't know if it's going to be randomly generated or if it's just going to be here's a quest and it'll give you a random cave to go into when you've got to go down. But we do know also there's going to be bosses because as they showed, they got down, they got to a big open room, and there was a big monster in there. They f- well, a big robot in there that they fought. But they didn't show the full fight because there was a fast travel system that they used instead yeah, to kind of they, get out. They, they like showcased how he attacks a bit and they were like, well, we're just going to leave mm-hmm. and leave you to imagine the rest. Okay. So, this day-night cycle thing, have we seen that anywhere else in the game before? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I like Rev take over. Oh, uh, they mainly... It used to be a thing in on Earth, but it really didn't matter that much. It just changed the look of things, and you could harvest mm-hmm. some different plants. Yeah. But then they which... released the first open world, which was the Plains of Eidolon, which is where night and day really mattered, because the Eidolons, which are huge roaming sentience, big world bosses type of deal, would only show up during the night. So you'd have like this time window to actually find them and get the loot out of them. Mm-hmm. And... Fortuna, I don't really remember what if day and night mattered much. It changed slightly. So, planes, like I said, had day and night where you get thumper enemies in the day and the grenade, and then the sentience would come out at the night and the grenade would leave them. The fort for Fortuna, it changed into a hot and cold cycle, which was very similar to the day and night. But from the top of my head, all I could think of is it changed what spawned, like for fishing. Yeah, I think no. so too. I'm not sure if there was more of the little scarab enemies, robotics ones that it's came out during the cold. I think it also mentioned, yeah, I think it was mainly just fishing and hunting. 
Yeah. It, it didn't really have that much of a change. This, on the other hand, seems to be more... Instead of, like, day or night or hot or cold, it's... I think it was the moon and sunworm they called them. Yeah, the moon and the sunworm. Yes. So, you, they showed off when they were running around, there was this big worm, glowing white thing. And as they went through, towards the end of it, at the other side, a big, another big worm came out with a red head and it shot like a big fireball across the sky, hit the other worm, looked like it blew it up and it went down and then all the infested changed colour. Because they mentioned that in the Heart of Deimos area that there was a new strain of infested called the Grey Strain. And it seems to be the normal infested and the Grey Strain are currently fighting each other on the open world area. And that's sort of the day and night cycle of which one has control at the time. Cool, okay. That's good. It sounds like a movement in the right direction. Um, what about mechs that you can... Ne- necromechs that you can build yes. and operate? So that this, is, good. this is something that you'll probably really like, Dave. Because <laughs> you're a big mech warrior fan, aren't you? Yeah. sort of games. The mechs in this, which was one of the, the boss that they showed in the bounty, where they went in the tunnels. It was one of those that was down there that they fought. When they came up, and you know the day changed, and all these different infested came out, they passed by a destroyer of the destroyed mechs on the ground, and using the operator form, they managed to take control of this destroyed mech, which reassembled itself, and then you had control of that mech, you know, stomping around, using its guns, firing, and it seemed cool, to cool. be very... Mech warrior in the way it moved. Yeah, yeah. I just, I suppose it has to be viable in terms of its damage output and stuff. Of but course, yeah. yeah, you'd hope they'd worked all that out. My current theory with it, because they showed off the the models in game. They had a ten a ten live and ten con relays that you could go to, which are like little hubs. It was like player hubs where you like yep. encounter the different factions and that. Yeah. And if you were in those during the stream, they were teleporting the whole of the relay to this other area where they had the models for the different enemies, which was quite a nice touch. So we saw, you know, the new quest givers, we saw the new infested, we saw these robots. One of the things I did notice was the ro- one of the robots had one of the archering weapons that we already have. Which is the archwing is like a jetpack sort of flying thing for space. You kind of like a little interceptor thing, and you've got a melee and a, like a melee weapon and a big primary cannon. So we saw one of these mechs with one of the melee weapons, which is making me think that it's not just going to be something you find lying around. It's that we're going to actually be able to customize them and change the loadouts of them and mod them. Cool, cool. That which, sounds good. Yeah, which will you know mean that they'll probably stack up with damage quite nice. I just hope we can take them into normal missions and it's not just something that's stuck in um, Deimos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it looks like you've got another option to control something as well. Giant bugs called 
uh, Velocipods. Yes. Yes. Uh, Rev, old buddy, or oh, Jay, any other Warframe players if you want to like, explain the K-Drive? So the K-Drive basically is the gnarliest thing you'll ever ride on in Warframe. And it's absolutely <laughs> a sick way to get about if you're a proper player. You'll get on your little board and you start flipping and turning everywhere as you do mad tricks and start stunting off everything. Okay. Pretty much the space equivalent of a skateboard, you know. Yeah, so you, we got this when Orbalis came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, with a new one coming out, they've decided they're going to do something a bit different. This being an infested planet, they've decided that you can ride on some sort of weird bug thingy and do tricks and stuff on that instead. Because, you know, that's, that's fucking awesome. That's who what you wanna, do, right? Who yeah. wouldn't want to kickflip? Who wouldn't want to kickflip a giant mosquito? <laughs> you know? And that's what they are. They, do, they look like saying giant... Dragonfly must Dragonfly would be a good description, yeah. 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 And they seem to be fine with you just running up to them and jumping on them and then trying to grind them across the ground. (laughs) Just Just like a night out where you live, isn't it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Out here in the jungle. (laughs) Connie Bongo. Um, Okay, all all good stuff then. Um, All good stuff. One thing we did mention about Deimos is there is a new safe zone. So every open world has this sort of... Usually it's a little town. It's like a safe area. That's where you get quests and do your trading. Uh, Plains of Eidolon had Cetus, which was all these sort of tribal people who protected this old Oregon tower. Fortuna was a bunch of enslaved people that that were essentially doing like an uprising against the Corpus. And they gave you quests and that. This one... It appears to be an old Oricon research facility. You know, the Oricon Empire was like sort of one of those long distance, um, long distance past fallen empires that everyone refers to that you get in like every sort of media. And it's one of those that survived with some of the Oricon that actually manned them. Still there, but they're half infused with the infestation. So the one that they did show us was what they referred to as mother, and everyone seemed to instantly go, ah, yes, we've got a new mother now. <laughs> <laughs> this is our new mummy. Space mom has left. Yes. So, as you can probably see, Dave, from some of the screenshots, Yep. that it seems like there's like a s- infested sack that she kind of comes out of, that that's what she's in, and that's kind <laughs> of what how they've survived is being in this infestant they've managed to actually take control of. Gotta I'm say, seeing a, a, a sack a lot, theme. Yes, they like sacks. a lot like Ballas. Well, that's I just mean, how Oricons look yeah, like. Yeah, all the Oricons look like that. Um, but yeah. it's okay. it's nice because, say, we've currently only got, as bloody referred, Ballas. We've seen this current Nightwave. We've got the Glassmaker, who we the showed off this Tenocon as well. He's an Oricon that we're seeing again, and now we've got Mother, who is a third Oricon, and I think the first female Oricon we've actually seen. Yeah. From her dialogue, it seems like there might be more of the Oricon in this area. Uh, like, like uh, before they left for town, they walked right past the fisherman icon on the map, and there was another one of those like bulbs where she came out of, so I assume there's uh, okay. another Oricon NPC in there. And I, I did... They did say that, oh, it looks like they don't want to come out yet, which I assume that they've went, no one else comes out, that's a surprise, we're just going to show off the main quest giver, lass. But, uh, 
for the law people who play Warframe for their law, this update does seem like it's going to have a lot of good bits about the sort of past and the Oregon Empire that we haven't had that much of. That I'm certainly looking forward to going in there and sinking my teeth and reading every little thing and fi- yep. finding out more about it. I'm great. I can't wait to listen to you to tell me because I don't want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's where okay. I get my daily fix from. Moving on then. So um, that's all of the new planet merger thing. Yes. And then a Helmrith room. Yes. The Helmrith room. Helmrith. Yep. Get it right. Come on. Yeah, right. Okay. So uh, there's some bits and bobs here. Can we rattle through these a little bit? Yeah, uh, the Helmuth room is currently it's only been used for zip popping. So <laughs> that giant grapefruit thing on your neck that I referred mm, to. Mm, the yes. hot juicy pop. The only yep. way to get to that was to go to a locked infested room on your ship that would then open up when the boil was big enough. And all okay. you do is go in there, you'd sit on the chair, it would stab you in the neck and it would get rid of it. It was a okay. whole room on your ship dedicated to popping zits. <laughs> it's like a beauty salon, isn't it? That's basically what it's for. What kind of beauty salons have you been going to? Well, you, <laughs> just no one's going to a beauty salon and be like, oh, love, could you just pop that bit there? Oh, <laughs> yeah, just, just pop all the zits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it when you do it like that. Get the old scalpel out. I don't want zits, you're popping with a scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's zits. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah. Swiftly. And this new update is bringing a whole rework to to the Hamless Room that's probably going to make it absolutely game-breaking. <laughs> because you can... F- the big thing, I'm just going to jump that in, is yeah. you can feed standard Warframes, not Primes, not Umbra, only the standard Warframes to this thing. It takes 24 hours for it to digest them, but after you've fed it to them, it unlocks an ability one of their abilities. So each Warframe oh, only yeah. has one ability they can give. So if you feed Vault to it, you can only get his first ability, which is Shock. Feed Mag to it, it's his first, her first ability, uh, which is the Pull. They said that it will never be one of the frame's ultimates or of an ability that defines them, such as Necros's 3, which is his Desecrate. Or say, I imagine someone like Protea, her turret, which is kind of part of her that like flies off, you can't take that. Maybe not Rhino's Iron Skin. It's probably yeah, gonna be. I imagine that. I'd probably say it would be a stomp or his raw. Yeah. yeah, because in yeah. theory, there's quite a few characters that actually has similar skill build yeah. to Iron Skin. Inaris has got his uh, Sand Skin. Mm-hmm. You want to call that? I could just imagine you'd be able to make a very tanky Warframe if you had the. Uh, oh yeah, you would. Oh, yeah. You can another... mix it. If you can mix like another say... defensive Warframes ability, yeah, pretty good though. <laughs> and once you've fed them and unlocked them, you can then put one of your normal Warframes in the chair and use resources to infuse another Warframe's ability into that Warframe. In a, in addition to the existing ability, it replaces one. Yeah. But okay, it's, it's per loadout. So in war, like right. you have multiple loadouts. So say if you've got the best example would be Nova, you can build her as as people commonly refer to as a speedver or a slover, which is you either have her ability power really strong, which slows down enemies with a four, 
or you have it really low so it's less than 100% and that actually speeds them up with the four. So you can have two those two builds and have them on two different slots. So you just, you know, you go, I want to use, like, loadout B, and it'll be, like, your speed value. I want to use loadout A, that'll be your slower. Change, you can, when you infuse the Warframe with a, the new ability to replace one, you can choose which loadouts you want to change it for. So you can just have one loadout that has a different ability to what your standard uh, Warframe has. Okay. And you can change any of the abilities. Like any I mean, to, all these like uh, extra layers of customization are always welcome, mm. really, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. This is just overall good news. Yeah. The, I mean, especially when you think the Zaku, who is the new Warframe coming with this update, will be the fit the fiftieth Warframe, not including primes. So that would mean that there is fifty abilities that you can and like mix and match. Yeah. And put them in, which means there's going to probably be some absolutely game-breaking combinations that people come up with. But it does mean Excellent. that things like, say, Mag, who doesn't have the best uh, ability set currently, and people have been asking yeah. for a rework, that means that you can essentially do your own rework and go, I want these abilities in and this, or you can just go, I don't want any of Mag's abilities, I just want four of other frames abilities. Excellent. That's okay. Fun. That's really good. Yeah, no, it's... It's like, it's both interesting, but so far it's nice. It seems to have mainly taken the, like I said, the, the non-completely essential ability of each Warframe. Like, Volt is his shock, Frost is his like, ice wave forward and whatnot. So that you can't just, like, make an ultimate meta warframe that's like groundbreakingly overpowered. Yeah. It seems like it's mainly gonna be like niche things, which is nice. I prefer mm-hmm. that than something that people are gonna Im- immediately try and require you to have. Because you know people are gonna if the dead people would do things like I want Mace's fall, I want Rhino's iron skin, I want Gorse's dash, and then you would just have the high like highest damage, exactly. highest armor and highest speed warframe just walking around not being able to be killed good to know that you have warframes that are good for each situation mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, this is going to make it a bit more so the higher up i would say personally this is more higher tier people you wouldn't find a level you know mastery rank probably six or below going i'm going to customize my mag they probably don't even have mag yet i don't know what mag is so you'll, you'll find a lot of this will be done to the end tier players but mm-hmm. if you have say myself who is a sort of mid-tier player i've only recently got to mid-tier I'll have Hat, who will be an endgame player by far. He's an endgame player. He will right. basically have it, and I will go, I don't know oh, what you he's mean. got that. <laughs> I shall copy him and take him through it with me. So, yeah. But it is a late-game player thing. Definitely this 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 new update will be really solely aimed at the late-game players. One thing okay. with this update that is quite nice is <clears throat> a lot of the time when games... And Warframe's guilty of this as well, quite a bit... When they put a new system in, they'll put a whole new set of resources or currency in that you've got to grind. This new system, instead, they've took everything in the game, every single type of resource and crafting thing, and they've categorized it into five or six types, if I'm right. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. yeah. So you've got like plat like sort of biotics, which is things that are plants, cybernetics, which is like robotic sort of stuff. And you all feed it into this giant mouth in the room that looks like the plant from Little Shop of Horrors. 
<laughs> feed me, Seymour. <laughs> yes. <that one. laughs> feed me now. He looks really happy when you feed him. <laughs> yeah, he's got certain things he likes, and he likes a variety of stuff. So if you keep feeding him different things, when you throw all the food in his mouth, and he munches up and he likes it, he'll give a big smile. That and you know, or if you just keep like throwing the same bit of like robotic into him, you probably look quite unhappy and just like, oh god, why are you force feeding me this? <laughs> to make some foie gras. Oh, no. Um. Okay. Cool. So, you know. so we're running at about an hour and fifteen minutes into our podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask for some overarching opinions here from our big uh, Warframe fans, and I'd like to know maybe. You know, overall, like, did you like what you saw generally? I get that. I think you did. Or did you dislike what you saw generally? Around the room. Uh, bloody. I wasn't there, but I like what I heard. Yeah, but now you've seen time to digest everything, you know. Yeah. I- I'm very happy, to be honest. It's another new open world area. This is something I've been looking forward to. The open world. The, the first time one they come up with Planes of Eidolon was, like, the big thing for me. It got me back into the game. After, yeah. like, about a year yeah. of not playing it. And then... um. Yeah, I think uh, the same thing was with um, Orb Valis. That got me into the game again. And I think this will be the same again. I'll end up playing it for a month or two and then living alone for a year, probably. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's one of these things. I like the fact that the game is growing and adding new stuff to it. And there's always, like, more stuff to do. That's that's pretty much the big thing about Warframe. It's just there's always more to do. Rev, did Unless you like what you, you saw? Have, and you've done I adored what I saw. Honestly. You adored it? Oh, that's great. You know, like I'm really excited for the update, and I'm probably gonna try and convince my other my other group of friends to get back into Warframe as well. Okay, yeah, it's worth it's worth it. That's good. So, is there anything that you you wish you'd seen that you didn't see? I mean, I would have liked to see some new war info, but I know that you know with COVID and all that, what they showed was already really impressive. So, yeah, considering I, they probably haven't had the same working schedule that yeah, everyone's sure. everyone's working schedule has been interrupted. Yeah, so. see, which is why, you know, I, I went in with like not high highest expectations. I knew it's not easy to work like that, but I'm very happily surprised. Excellent. How about you, Jay? Everything good for you? Um, Anything that you thought they yeah. missed? I I think from what I personally wanted, which was like Rav said, the you know the, the war. I wanted an expansion onto that because I loved that whole timeline it's going down like what's it all about it it's my favorite thing so far in warframe but i've always wanted uh, infested to have more meaning and have more reason to kill them other than you know just for loot, which is not really yeah for one character that you need a crap ton of one resource for and it's the pain in the ass <laughs> to get that's other than the reason why you actually go to her so go to them sorry so yeah from what they showed which has so much stuff in it it's over the moon and i'd like to add that they actually broke Destiny's record, so Destiny set a record for the highest watches in the shortest period of time for yeah. the live stream on the New Light. Um, Warframe broke that by about 200,000 people. Damn. So they absolutely smashed it. I think they're peaked at 450, 450,000 people watched so. it. Yeah, something else. To the point oh, where so the servers actually struggled, which I've never had before on Warframe. I've never, I've never witnessed that. <laughs> yeah. During the Tenocon, it was very. Um, janky it's i was very confused at first going in and it was like you've lost connection to the server and i was like oh is my internet dying or something but no everyone was having that there was just so many people trying to get on warframe and uh, rev let us know that apparently that they've broke their concurrent player record as well Uh 
So it's the game's doing very well. It's currently the third most popular game on Steam. It's beaten PUBG and Destiny 2. For how many players it's got? Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did play PUBG on Saturday morning and really enjoyed it. But that was probably because we're playing against people that don't play it very often. And so they were like easy to beat, which is good. Um, <laughs> well, not quite. Hi-U TV, you know, some sort of internet cafe in China. It seems to be the main player base for that game now. Um, okay, so Hat, I'm going to come to you for some final thoughts to try and put a bow on this little Tenacon and summarize everything if you can. No pressure. But uh, <laughs> what's what, you know? What's your biggest takeaway and and some final thoughts? Biggest takeaway is it's been very good. The stuff they showed showed that they've learned from past mistakes from other similar systems. So like the bounties, they've that's up, important. They've improved a lot from Fortuna and um, Planes, and it looks like it's a lot more fun. It's actually the first time I've been excited to do the bounties. Where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go delving into those tunnels. I would have liked to see some real chests. Sorry. <laughs> always, always, oh. always. I would have liked to see some real jack stuff, just because of how you know bare it is right now. But you know, I can wait. Hopefully, that'll come later in the year. There's stuff's more ready. They did make a weird thing of not looking up while in the orbiter, where if you look up in the middle of the orbit, you can see your railjack, and they mentioned not to look up and made a, ma- a big thing of not looking up, which makes us think they've got something in the works that it's not ready to show. Yeah, but all in all, for the the planes, not the planes, the Heart of Deimos update, the, the big thing it was about, extremely excited. Yeah. Excellent. That's really good. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for putting together all of the details from Tenacon and making it something we can put together as this podcast. Really appreciate it. I'm sure all the listeners will come and join our Discord and be like, you guys are amazing. Can I play Warframe with you, please? And we'll see. We'll see what happens. the initiation test, that's fine, yeah. Oh, okay. You've got to be Jane a duel. I mean, you've got to stay two meters away now, Jay, so that we can't do what we used to do. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right, okay, Dave. Okay, now I got that one. That's very unkind, sir. I'm a mature elder man. Uh, um, a little tiny bit about Altland, just because it's the end of the podcast, and I always try and talk about it. We are still on for our Halloween event in October. The venue is still hoping we can do it. The UK is still hoping we can do it. <laughs> we just we hope we can do it. It's going to be obviously. Spooky. Yeah, it'd be really good, and people might might encourage people to dress up or whatever on uh, for some Halloween yeah, type outfits. But obviously, no, you don't have to. Um, but you never know what happens with COVID and stuff, so we have to watch this space just in case things can change. Um, but yeah, all going ahead as planned. Tickets are available on the website, and that's it. Thanks so much for joining me, bloody Rev. Hat, obviously, as usual, and uh, Dusty J, wonderful, and thanks for putting the show notes together, Rev. They were great. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're very welcome. Really appreciate it. And um, 
that's it from us. We'll see you in a couple of weeks' time for another regular episode rather than this was a Tenacon special just for you Warframey people. But yeah, so next time it'll be back to the normal format. I don't so. think we could have fit any normal news in on top of all yeah. this. Oh, no, 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 we couldn't have done, no. It ended up being nearly an hour and a half. So. Well, guys, let's talk about Destiny now. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks very much, guys. And thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.